Ladies and gentlemen, the times that you have not all been waiting, but maybe some of you have, Fred and Steve, what? Hello, everybody. I love that opening to Demons 2. It has better music than the first one, but I just love that. Boom, 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 boom. (laughs) You know? It's up there with the Imperial March from Star Wars. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you could tell by watching this, they really didn't expect Demons to be as big a hit as it was. But we'll get to that once we start the movie. What was that? But we'll get into that once we start the movie. Start the movie! Stop the movie! Yeah, no, this one's a special one. This one, this one, um, this one, the first one. Like when you when you finally discover the first one and you find out there's a second one, like that's when you hit every video store till you find it. <laughs> You're driving around all around your fucking you know city to try to find this movie, and, and I have to say it's right up there with the first one. Like some people are like, oh, it's just a cheesy copy or it's um. You know, it's a sequel. It's inferior. No, this one, it's different, the same, and excellent all in one. So, <laughs> kind of like the first one, <laughs> you would say that it's a cheesy thing. This one <clears throat> has a little more artistic preten- pretensions to it. Because any movie that riffs off David Cronenberg's They Came Within and uh, High Rise by J.G. Ballard. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Like, well, and I mean, this one, it, like I said, it's the same but different. Like, there, there's different tones to it. There's different aspects of it that you're like, all right, they did that in the first one. But it's so on its own different as far as, like, you know, the subject and – not subject, but um, the way the acting is, the portrayal. It, it definitely feels even like a different era almost. Like, the first one is total 80s heavy metal. This one, new wave. And it had that very 80s neon, almost synth-punk new wave <laughs> feel to it. Yeah. So, and I love them oh, both God, equally. Yeah, I mean, two genres of films I love. <laughs> a lot of the songs here are more on the nose than you would think. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, uh, they definitely made use of the music, you know. I mean, a lot uh, of fans are like, oh, the um, 80s heavy metal one's better. That's because you like metal, but I like punk and synth wave and, and new wave too. So both of them are, it's like my mixtape, you know, watching both films. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> you going to get this started? <laughs> yeah, let's get this started. I have this at 
Vitanius distribu Titanius distribution that card. Oh, mine just goes right into it. I have the arrow video. So hold on, let me. Uh, because there is no card. It just starts. The movie literally just starts right up when you hit um, play. All right, say when. Okay. Everybody get it ready at the very first thing, right when the movie starts, right when the music kicks in. Yep. And here we go in five, four, three, two, one. Go. I do love this. Dario Argento Presente. Yeah. This is a last, most of these are Lamberto Bava films. And this is one of the few movies that uses the Stinger card in it. Uh, the Terror Continues. Coming <laughs> Mine Rose. doesn't have that. <laughs> it has Demoni too. Nope, mine has the uh, uh, that. Uh, I guess I only get that if I watch the foreign, the um, Italian version. I'm watching the American version, so you know it doesn't have all that. Well, course, there's not, not that attention. much difference. Someone said there's more gore. No, they're not. This one surprisingly got through unscathed in America because of yeah. all of. Because they were like, all of the gore in here is like a wink and a nod. Yeah, it was surprisingly less gory. I mean, it still has its gore moments. Like, if you're a blood fiend, you're going to get your fill. But, oh, I love this opening monologue. Yeah, and I love how it fucks with you. You see the bloody knife, and then you see the blood. Mm. And then, ha not blood, it's... Cherry sauce. Yeah. Well, no, I like the monologue where they're talking about the old city being taken over by the demons. Yeah, this is set 10 years after the first film. Yeah. I love this. You're thinking gore, it's going to be dripping. Yep. And then all of a sudden, <clears throat> what? I mean, it's so set actually... up like a horror film. You're watching, you know, yeah. the blood... So I just want to say there's a more modern movie that takes cue from this with that. Uh, Watch the opening to American Psycho, where you think you're seeing yeah. blood drops, and all of a sudden it's a guy preparing a fancy dish. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's the same here, you know. Yep. <laughs> it looks like he's a butcher coming out. <laughs> and all of a sudden, eh, yeah, he's a baker. And that is yeah. a beautiful fucking cake. They was going yeah. to have something gory happen to that cake. And the crew's like, no, we're going to eat that motherfucker. <laughs> Don't you fuck with it. Yeah, no, these sweets definitely look good. <laughs> it would kill me if I Happy ate one. Happy but... <laughs> birthday, Sally. Yeah, it's my birthday weekend. So, hey, I picked a movie with birthday cake in it. Yep, that's why I have and to stop with it and say happy uh, birthday, Steve. And here's, yeah, and here's one of the reasons why I could tell that this movie was not planned. You know, they didn't expect Demoni to be a hit because there's a 
our favorite punker back again, yeah. but in another <laughs> role. Yeah, what's his name? Uh, Leo Salemi, <laughs> Ripper, yeah. aka Ripper. Yeah. Except now <laughs> this time he's, he's playing a, a square. Guard. Yeah, he's playing a straight. In the first one, he's a coke-addled punker, and in this one, they reprised his role, but this time he's fucking like a straight-laced security guard, all fascistic and shit. Oh, that woman, I forgot her fucking name, the prostitute there. But she's in another um, Argento film. She's oh, I think it's yeah. Opera. So she's yeah, she's a, all these are like players from like Argento's fucking castings. So oh, this is great. This is a great piece from uh, Lena. I'm fucking up. These are all Italian names. So yeah, uh, sorry if you're Italian and you're listening to this and you're like stupid American. Yes, I'm a stupid American. <laughs> But it's Lino Salmini. Like I said, uh, yeah, this is a respectable building. Yeah! yeah. The mother puppers. Get out! <laughs> the, the English overdubs are fucking great. Yeah. Well, this I've never seen an Italian dub for this. Every version has an English, you know. Yeah. I think my um disc, I didn't watch it. I think my disc has the Italian dub. I have to check it out now. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think but, it's the first time it's ever been released, the Italian dub in America. Oh, I just wanted to say, so this one actually was very successful after the first Demon. Even though oh, the first Demon, than, we uh, had to get yeah. what. The first Demons was VM-18, which is the European, you know, no one under 18 can see this film. That was the first Demons. Oh, I love that. The neon. This is this makes the whole new wave fucking, you know, punk, uh, like the new wave punk scene, you know, with the neon lights. And, oh, there's Bobby. Sorry, I'm talking over myself, but there's Bobby Rose. Yeah. Right. Tony right. the Pimp. I love it. She's supposed to be exercising, but she's lifting a goddamn weight bar with no weights on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Baby, Look you don't get no muscle in Look at my dick. Oh, I love it. Look him. at my dick. <laughs> okay, bye. Yeah, here's that new wave music. <laughs> That's what I mean by the thing. I mean, just listen. Let's part. What? Yeah. Uh, they miss K had the cast is that Sally is this is supposed to be Sally's 18th birthday party, but these guys yeah, was a Sally, little bit 30 year old playing an 18 year old. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> and she was that in is... a lot. She was in Demons, uh, uh, the Stendhal Syndrome. Yeah. That's the beautiful, what's her name, uh, Coral, never mind, let's just say Sally, let's call her Sally, because I cannot yeah. pronounce it, because I'm stupid, but yeah, she is gorgeous, I met her at a Fangoria, she wasn't a guest, she just showed up, because she lived in New York, she's a Manhattanite, yeah. she's not born, she was born in um, Manhattan, she's a New Yorker, mm-hmm. <clears throat> she just got this role and fucking played over there, because she was, you know, traveling, I might have been a model or something, I don't know. Or she just she was just a film actress and um 
So she was just over there and she got this role, but she's actually from New York and she still lives in New York. And I was at a Fangoria, I think in the um, mid nineties and I'm standing there and I'm like shopping around. I was in the um, area where you buy all your fucking bootleg videos and shit. This is before discs. And, oh, he's famous. He, the one with the prostitute. He's been in a bunch of fucking films. Um, shit. My mind's Honey, so blank, but I know we can do it a... any way you like. <laughs> but she was just I standing there it. shopping herself when she was buying the video tape. with the TV on. Wow, pervert. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, um, and look, this so I went up to her, and I was shit with yeah. her dinner. You know, this yeah. is a family movie. Everybody's watching this. Yeah. And there's Asia Argento, one of her first roles. Yeah, this is definitely her first role that she did. Her sister was in the first one. She's in this one. But anyway, let me finish my Fangoria story. So, yeah, I walk up to her, and I'm like, Excuse me, um, are you in Demons 2? And she smiled, and she's like, yeah, you know. She she wasn't there as a guest. I was like, do you have a table? She's like, no, I just came to, you know, I live here in New York, and I came, and I'm shopping. And I was like, oh, shit. And um, my friend Rich was with me, and I was like, dude, take a picture. And she, like, stood there. She took a picture with me. Then I felt so fucking horrible because I guess I, I got other people's attention. And they were like, oh, my God, it's her from Sally from fucking Demons, too. And then she got mobbed, and I felt so bad for her. Because <laughs> she just went there to buy some videos that I fucking drew attention yeah. to her. No one would have recognized her if fucking I didn't go up to her being the geek that I am. <laughs> So I love this whole TV movie they're watching, which I always I always wanted to. If I was a filmmaker, I would have made a, a part three, other than the uh, what other seven that are supposed to be sequels to this that well, aren't the to be unofficial. Legit three is the church. Yeah, but it still has nothing to do with it. Like it's not demons, you know. But um, I would have loved to make my own three. Mm. where it's set now and it's actually people like looking up what happened at the apartment building. Like this is definitely that city from part one. Yeah. It's almost like they're watching a, a docudrama on what happened. Well, with it's the first supposed film. to be a documentary, you know, Yeah. four kids well, fucking around because, 10 years yeah. after, after uh, there, they sealed off the contaminated parts and moved on with their lives. Yeah, they basically said, all right, this place is done. Let's nuke it and fucking call it a day, you know, <laughs> and build a wall around it, which I love that concept. Like, all right, this city's done. This part of the city's done. Wall it off. The demons, we got them contained. We're done. And this is years later where people kind of forgotten about it. And the demons are trying to get back through this fucking documentary, which is obviously well. I'm jumping ahead here. I don't want to like start spoil the ending. Yeah. And if you're listening to this, well, and you haven't seen the this beginning. Movie, but I would love to make a sequel where it's like ten years or twenty years after this incident. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they they could definitely keep the keep them going, but I would definitely with our modern, you know. Fucking film equipment, you could definitely make a worldwide pandemic with fucking the demons, you know? But, yeah, literally. 
But yeah, yeah, with the pandemic going on, the demons movies are more pertinent now than they was. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I mean, everyone's scared to fucking, well, a lot of people are scared to go out in public. Some aren't, but, you know, so you could definitely, you know, use the demon analogy, you know, as, hey, there's shit going on out there. <laughs> you know, people are dying. <laughs> people are turning into monsters. <laughs> in our case now, people are spreading a virus. <laughs> but the same concept. Yeah. So, so the boyfriend, the, the um, love interest in the first one was named George, right? And this guy's named George. She's named Hannah. There's a girl in the part one named Hannah. It seems like they just recycled a bunch of names and said, oh, well, we'll just bring them on to this movie. (laughs) Or, you know, they cleverly did it to, you know, pay homage to their first film or just carry it over. Well, that's supposed to be – remember, he's the only one that survived the first one. Yeah. So they was originally going to get that actor back, but I think he was busy doing something else. Oh, okay. Gotcha. (laughs) She's cute as a button. Hannah? Yeah. I love how it's supposed to be like this modern-day yuppie fortress that they live in. Like it's a humongous Yeah, that's what building. I was uh, talking about. Like I said, this is a tribute to High Rise and uh, yeah, Cronenberg's. Uh, this came for they came from within, aka Shivers. Aka the parasite murder. <laughs> yes. I would like to take this moment to say, and Fred's a vegan. I got no problem with vegans, but fuck Morrissey. He's an asshole. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'll agree with you on that one. Yeah, he's kind of a, he's very douchey. Yeah, he's very much a douche. So, <laughs> yeah, no, I, 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 it has nothing to do with his veganism. He's he's a douche. <laughs> and believe, and I mean just like anyone else, if you vegans can be douchebags too, and I find a lot of them are very self-righteous and asinine. Like, yeah, okay, fuck off. You're not winning people over for your cause if you're going to make fun of them, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so now you know that passes the uh demonic contagion. Would you be touching that fucking thing? (laughs) Well, would you take a shot if they said they were playing, you know? Stupid will always rise. Yeah. Fucking demon claw. That that I love how that Oh, everything about the, the creatures in this though. That's the thing. I love the creatures like like, yeah, they're called demons, but they, they spread a virus. They turn you into, like, mutant monsters. It's great. And here comes the only thing that I – usually I've read the explanations for everything from Mario. They said that that they didn't have an explanation for this, you know, than just have an excuse to get her in the room to get her to watch the movie. Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah. I always thought she kind of acted very bratty. I didn't realize she was supposed to be 18 because she's obviously like 30. 
<laughs> you know, but she's yeah, she she's all upset over this guy coming over. I think he cheated on her with a blonde or something like that, but Oh yeah, because they show him like feeling trying to feel up the blonde, that's right. Yeah, but there's really no excuse other than just to get her into that room to watch the movie. Oh. Yeah. You know. God, there's a it's steampunk a film in that area. Film. Yeah, it's a fucking demon's film. You're not expecting high art. Well, I mean, to me, it's high art, but... Yeah, well, great storytelling. <laughs> but here's the thing. This movie at the Hall Cinema 7 played Saturdays at midnight and once a time during the week for a year. Damn. <laughs> Part two? Damn. <laughs> That's impressive. Yeah. And it actually made, you know, they said we didn't ever lose a many. Pity. <laughs> That's excellent. I'm glad there's still a following for this film because it deserves it, you know. I remember I read some trash talk about it. Or you always get that one person that's like, yeah, you know, it's okay. Like, fuck you. It's awesome. (laughs) It's not like the first one. Of course it's not like the first one. (laughs) It's not supposed to be like the first one. If they did, that would be boring. Imagine if they had 10 more people caught doing the same. And I love all of the bull, the fuck you gags in it. Like, you know, yeah. it's a dog. Yeah, the dog at the door. <sighs> Princess, don't watch this part. Anything with the dog. Don't worry, I'll sleep. I know. I, I don't want her to get ideas. Yeah. <laughs> I find it interesting that, like, Comparable to the first one, they're going to, like, you know, Nostradamus' grave to find the old book and the mass, and they discover demons. In this one, they're actually venturing into a city that was overtaken by demons, you know? And I find that, like, interesting comparison. But she's watching it on television, which, when you watch the first one, you and I discussed this, like, how... Video was destroying the theater experience because everybody was staying home. In this one, they're showing, hey, people don't have to go to a movie to see a spooky film. They could just stay home. So it's kind of a, you know, transition uh, from... To be honest, the first one, when they were watching a movie on the big screen, it was a slasher film. Yeah, you got to understand, when this Demons and Demons 2 came out, we were induated with slasher films. So we were like, a monster movie? With monsters? Yes, but I love the whole thing. Like, they said, all right, well, theater experience is dead, so we're not going to make a sequel order in the theater. What are people doing? They're staying home and watching movies. So, of course. They yeah. made it to where the families are home in their fucking protective fortress of. I love that. The fucking radio playing the music from the. I think that's from the first one too, isn't it? Not that sure. they were driving around. That's supposed. I love that's it. That's supposed to be the. Yeah. 
that's supposed to be the car from the first one when they were driving well, around. Remember? <laughs> yeah, you forget the first one is real, and that's and, this and is they're supposed in the to be, theater because yeah. that's where the roof caved in when the helicopter yep. fell. No, that's the alleyway. That's the alleyway next to the um, theater. Yeah. And that's supposed to be the German blind guy that killed the cops, I think. Oh, no, 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 not that one. But I love it. Oh, look at that emaciated demon. But I love it because, like I said, they're treating the first movie as it really happened. And this is them watching basically a docudrama 10 years after. Yeah. You know. And they need to make a real part three with the same premise with the same demons there you go it's like a fucking vampire well i've got the mask <laughs> as a halloween thing they put out they just called it scary monster mask <laughs> oh yeah you have it yeah and it's the demon's mask nice What's that one guy doing in the front, putting, like, panties on his head? <laughs> hey, look, that's us. <laughs> Sitting there fucking all in the Yeah, the they're supposed to be, she's supposed to be hypnotized by the movie. Yeah. You know. This is a great little effect, just the vein popping up. Yeah. Whenever I watch this now, because I've seen it so many times, I'm always looking at her wall. Oh. That effect right there is a wax head that they melted, and they're playing it back in reverse. And then they did some um, stop-motion veins going up the side of the face. (laughs) There he is. Oh, man. There's so much great imagery that comes from this film. Yeah, this is a visually, visually more beautiful film than the first one. Yeah. And the other thing that um, I noticed, because I watched them back-to-back recently, is the first Mm -hmm. one's very earth tones, like very warm colors. This one, they went more for like a cold steel blue color. I guess to show more like the cold (laughs) urban fucking existence. Yeah. Like in her room, there it is, the 80s color. But whenever it's of the demons, it's like a cold blue. It's like, yeah, 80s horror was all about color, the good stuff, you know. Yeah. Especially and the look Italian at the way film. she's enjoying this gore stuff. You know, you know. Yeah. She's selling being 18, being perfectly. Yeah, and um, in an interview, she actually said she hated horror films, but she decided to do this one because she was fascinated by special effects. So, you know, and this was like the, you know, height of when everyone doing special effects. This was what, 86? So, Day of the Dead just came out. Fucking special effects artists were rock stars at this point. So, yeah, Tom Savini was, was the rock star at the conventions. Yeah, you know. <laughs> and this is great. This is when it turns to Videodrome. He stares at her, which is chilling. That is a very chilling fucking <clears throat> uh, part. 
is when he turns and he's staring at you, the audience, watching this. And she's just sitting there, uh... Well, she, like you said, she's supposed to be hypnotized, you know? Yeah. See, look, there's here we go, the Blue big... coming in. And yeah. they did this just like they did in Videodrome, which is put a silk screen over an empty TV. Yep, and um, and they actually had a, an actor wearing the demon mask, pushing his face against it while they projected onto it. So he's wearing a mask, put, so it has the shape. Yeah, you could definitely tell they were influenced by um Cronenberg. Yeah. The video drone, yeah. See, I like that they did that because you always wonder what's going on in the other apartments watching this. <sighs> you know? But they show it like it, the TV just cuts off in the other apartment. But only in hers is the monster coming through. The demon. Now she's going over the TV it. smacking it. That's how we fixed it back then. (laughs) Oh. Well, let's see if they they, we can count the candles. Let's see. Shit, it's cutting too fast. Is that (laughs) eighteen? I can't tell. I I don't care. I just want some of that cake. It looks good. (laughs) (laughs) And here comes the image they use the most in the posters. Yeah. You know. This was even on my old VHS um, box cover. Yeah. And I do agree. This is one of the most striking images of the movie. The only Mm -hmm. ambient light is ambient light and the cake. Yeah. Now she looks normal, which is great. There it is. We yeah, don't, that's the yeah. image. No, this is with her out of focus in the background and yeah. everything focused on that yummy cake. <laughs> Should have got a piece of cake before you started this. <laughs> Tomorrow's my birthday. I get Ken, damn it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm making myself sugar-free uh, chocolate chip with uh, vanilla ice with sugar-free chocolate chip dazzled on top. Yeah. Uh, but the, one of the funniest stories about this is that they went through about five jars of uh, cherries because the people kept picking them off the top and eating them. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I read that. Yeah, Rob, the last I had to go. Would you please stop oh. eating the cherry? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's gotta hurt. That was supposed to bleed on the cake, but then the crew's like, "No." Yeah. You notice when the demons um, come in, this is like the you know the rocking more rock oriented music slips in. 
But you notice everything went cold blue, so or cold yeah. grayish blue. So that's that's like the thematic uh, difference between this and the first one. Holy fucking shit! If you read their <laughs> lips, they're cursing like sailors in English. <laughs> oh, this is this was. Oh, when she slices down her fucking calf with her claws in the back. All right, wait, 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 wait. This is the same beer garden where they filmed uh, Suspiria. And that is director Laberto Bava's cameo (laughs) as the father of Sally. Yeah, Sally's father and mother. Yeah, and you wonder where she gets her little attitude from, because her dad's sitting there complaining, I fucking got to eat this shit, (laughs) sitting here eating this gourmet shit. (laughs) Well, how cool is that? It's the same beer garden where uh, Dario Argento filmed. uh, Oh, is that the scene with the blind guy? Yeah. Or is this, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's the same scene with the blind guy. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I gotta I get back see, to directing this fucking movie. <laughs> I didn't know that. Oh, they just call it the tower. I'm seeing the name in the background. The yeah, tower. the tower. <laughs> I wonder if the soundtrack is out. I want to see if this soundtrack is out. I know the first one, you can find it on vinyl still. It's a little expensive, but you can still find it on vinyl. Uh, what is it? Is it the A, B, or C soundtrack for uh, Demons? A it's, is none of the heavy metal music. music. B yeah, it's is a. the heavy metal. Well, C is the good, coolest one. It has uh, the sound. It has the score and... Uh, Yeah, I haven't metal. seen the one with all the music. I only saw the one with just the uh, soundtrack. So I love and how she's doing her demon moves to the music. Yeah. <laughs> and what's sad is we never really do get a good view of the Sally Hero makeup. And if you look at pictures of it, it's pretty fucking freaky. I mean, at the end when she's like burnt up, or no, that right there before oh. she uh, gets a splitting headache and more of the damage, you know. Yeah. So here's a bit of alien action, where her fucking head like starts oozing out blood. <sighs> And starts eating yeah. through the goddamn floor. <laughs> Again, he's like stuck taking many movies and putting it into this. Yeah. Et cetera, and headache number nine. <laughs> and there's everyone else at the party. Yeah, it's like uh, you see water coming out of her ears. I see fucking blood. And it's like aliens. It's eating through everything. <laughs> Yeah, there it is. There's another example where her apartment is super colorful, but wherever the demons are, it's uh, gray. 
Oh, God, who is that actor? Fuck. The one with the glasses, with the prostitute. Shit, mm-hmm. I know I've seen him in, um, God damn it. What the hell's that movie? Come on, Steve, help me. Who is that? I don't know. Uh, well, he's a, he's in another fucking Argento film. Yeah. <laughs> this scene always cracks me up. The one coming up with the Naked um. Butt. Yeah. Yeah, they had to get a little. Yeah, is there any nudity in the first one? Not at all, right? None at all. None at all. This one, wow, they they snuck in a girl's butt. Okay. Oh, getting a little pervy there, uh, Baba, huh? <laughs> yeah, it drips on this guy, and then they show it like ripped apart the fucking thing. Yeah, oh, I love her. You know, a little more energy. <laughs> oh, Bobby and Rose. Bobby Rose God has damn. created a whole mythology where that's Tony the Pimp's twin brother. One turned good and become a fitness instructor, and the other turned, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, and the other one became a pimp on the street. <laughs> yeah. I love it. this. This right here, like a sunbed, gonna fucking burn you alive. <laughs> I'm like, that's a bit unrealistic. <laughs> that is a creative way to get the power to go out, though. You know, it's not like a demon just reaches into a wall and ripped the fucking cables. And I like how you see in the background the building yeah. black. That is creative. Like, have her blood fucking melt through the layers of concrete and destroy the power system. And the whole electric building thing, you know, all the doors are electric, all everything, you know. Yeah. And I love it. She's like, don't worry, lots come on soon. The dog's like, what? (laughs) Fuck this. Yeah, so I mean that's a good explanation. Like now you now they're locked in, they can't get out. Oh wow, because I'm part of state building candles. I want those. But I'm sorry. Uh oh. Uh, well, the twin towers. The twin towers. Oh lord. Um, I don't go there because I I I saw it happen in real, like in person. So. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't close to it. I was on top of um, a truck working on it, and I saw it in the distance because I, where I worked was like right across the river, and I saw yeah. it happening in real time. So I try not to think about it. So yeah, here we go. Call back to the first one <clears throat> with with Doug, but this one I guess they have an excuse to where they're going to the party that she's at, yeah, Sally's party. That's her, I guess, yeah. her dirtbag ex-boyfriend driving around with his side ass <laughs> going to a party. <laughs> and it, for some and reason, his side piece looks... And, yeah, they all, and the main guy and her ex-boyfriend looks just like Morrissey. Yeah, yeah, he does. <laughs> Got more of a but Russell then they hired stone, real you know? Germans to play Germans this time. Yeah. There's a new way punk chick in the back. (laughs) 
Somebody <laughs> wants a damn cake. <laughs> that eighties fashion. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, this is more eighties than the first film, and this yes. is filmed pretty close to the ass end of the eighties. Yeah. Well, the first one still, I guess, had a little residual seventies feel to it. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, you had a pimp in a fucking theater. Yeah. yeah. So I had a, like a little of that. So here's Asia's uh, father. Asia, sorry. But it is funny that this film was a bigger box office hit than the first one. Well, and the reason for that is they were able, the, the reason there's less gore was because it got a VM-14, not a VM-18. So they were able to sell tickets to a younger audience. And, you know, let's face it, kids want to fucking see what they're not supposed to see. So, you know, when they found out, they, ooh, damn. When they found out um, they can go to the theater and see this, they got more ticket sales out of it. So, yeah, which I thought was a smart was move because uh, Gento and um, Baba did that on purpose. Sadly, They're like, oh, our first film got panned really bad for being very violent and gory. We want to keep the gore, yeah. but we got to figure out how to get a little bit more creative, not show much more gore, but still keep it spooky. So, which they There's did it successfully. There's more slime in this movie than the gore, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, this is right at the end of when you could take an unrated gore film and just throw it in the screens. Yeah. Well, fuck you. Yeah, at this point is when the um, censors are really coming down on horror because the first wave of horror... Indie or actually, what would that be? The second or third wave? Yeah. They were able to get away with what they got away with because they went under the radar. Censors weren't really paying attention to them. Well, you know? studios were reclaiming all the screens. Like, yeah. uh, they weren't prepared for Dawn of the Dead and how much money it, Zombie, uh, yeah. the Gates of Hell, the Fulci films were making at the box office. Yeah, see, they got away yeah. with it. And the censors, did, they went under the censors' radars, but then the names got big. And the censors were like, holy fuck, look what they're putting out, you know? So at this point, censors were like, uh-uh, uh-uh, we know you, Argento. We know you, Baba. You ain't getting away with this shit. <laughs> so they were yeah. like, they had to play it smart and get a little bit more creative, a little less gore, more monsters, more creatures, a little more slime. Even, um, what was that, evil? Oh, I love the dog with the glowing eyes. How evil Dead too, yeah. They used yeah, they, every they color said, but oh, red. Yeah, to get away with making a complete splatter film. So by and this point, the, the filmmakers had to be creative to bypass the uh, censors. Yeah. Or they just did like, um, oh, what was that one director? He fucking made this really violent, gory film. Censors were like, hell no, you got to chop at least 15 minutes off. They're like, okay, okay. They got the film, waited two weeks, sent the same exact film back. And the censors like, oh, okay, much better. <laughs> I love this demon dog. That? Yeah. Yeah, it definitely feel, has the feels of, um, what is those two movies? Company of Wolves, when his uh, jaw is extending, 
And then um, the yeah. thing. It definitely has a Robotine feel to it. Or Botan, I should say. Is it Botine or Botan? I think it's Botine. Botine? Okay. Robotine yeah. uh, feel. So I always read his name, but I never heard it. Like, <laughs> What's happening is you should be getting the fuck out of that room. I don't know. That's the one thing I always yeah, love. Yeah, I've never horror understood films. that in horror films. They're just standing there. Oh God! I love that it's got little green eyes right there. Yeah, <laughs> which is why I say the thing. You know. <laughs> only sad thing is this is the only scene with the demon dog. Cause yeah. You don't see well, he's it. Well, he kind of locked this. in the apartment. Yeah. No, nah, because it's kind of locked and contained in the apartment. Which you got to think, it's like, this is a huge building with, like, a lot of people living in it. We only see a small section of it, and it's locked down. wonder what happened when it got opened up, when the police are, like, going in there. Did they get infected? <laughs> so you got no. people right there. Yeah. yeah when, when, when Rescue went in there, do we have a situation where they get out? I would love to see a sequel like that. <laughs> oh. See, yeah, they got away with a gore. There's not a lot. Oh, that's great. That's like a whole Dawn of the Dead moment right there, them busting through the door like that. So I would probably myself have a panic attack in this elevator. So I'd knock her the fuck Evil. out. Yeah. Yeah, she put her hands on me like that and started pulling me around. I'd be like, yo. <laughs> what do they do in those oh. old classic films? They just smack them? Calm down, yeah. Mary Louise. Come here, dang. <laughs> <laughs> Darling, you need to calm down. Smack. You need to calm down. Yeah. I love that in the old classic films. The woman's in hysterics. What do they do? They just smack her. Okay, everything's better. See, now you can see the demons are taking over the building. They're going apartment to apartment. Yeah. And I love that, how they parried it in airplane, too, with everybody standing in line to take a punch at that woman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Some got, like, baseball bats, wrenches. Yeah. <laughs> There's a classic it's- that doesn't get talked about much anymore. That, that, there you go. That's another, homage to the first one. Yeah. The eyes work good. Oh, yeah, so, uh, the slow motion. It's great. See, so right then and there, I would look out at that and be like, well, I think we're staying in the elevator. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we're going to leave. I ain't get out. <laughs> but no, he's got his pregnant wife he's got to get to, so. Oof. I always wonder why they stand like right there at the crack of the door where a demon could get at him. Well, one with skinny ass fucking hands. <laughs> and I love it's the candles. Her. Yeah. Yeah, see that high tech building with all the computer phones and all that? Nothing's working when the power's out. 
Yeah, well, like the woman said the previous film before Dog Work. Heck, you have all these beautiful gadgets that work yeah. when the power's going. I remember my sister mentioned something like that about down in um, New Orleans when the hurricane hit. She's like, yeah, our cell phones were useless. Oh, here we go. Wow, that guy's playing pain real good Like you see his chest getting like Fucking all red and nasty (laughs) (laughs) Every moment Bobby Rhodes uh, Get out of here Let's get out of here and there you go. So, um, they actually brought that up in, a, in, in um, an essay about the two demon films. Is how here in Tony, yeah, Tony the Pimp in the first one, who's the one that's trying to get everyone to save themselves. You know, come on, let's band together and let's fucking survive this thing. You know, and of course, half the people listen to him, half of them don't. But it all to avail because the demons overtake him anyway. But even in the second one, the same thing. Um, you know, Tony the Pimp's brother here, he's doing the same thing. So there's a heroic that give to the um to the uh actor here, which kinda makes you think that they follow George Romero's cue. You know? Where you had in Night of the Living Dead, the character of Ben trying to, you know, get everyone to do what they can to survive the night. Let's let's board up these windows. Let's get through this. We gotta survive this. Let's get to the gas. Let's you know, so it's like is Bobby Rhodes kind of like the, um, you know, the Ben of the Demon films. You know what I'm saying? How? Why? How the fuck does she know they're demons? I don't know what these crazy motherfuckers yeah. to get me. Yeah, that's kind of like a little bad writing there. How would she know what a demon is? And I like that the demons know how to fight. Well, I mean, they're basically still human. They're just now... Yeah. Are they, see, here's a question. Are they infected because it's a contagion in the nails? Or are they possessed? Because they are demons. Ca- yeah, I think it's one of those, like, a little bit from column A, a little bit from column B. You, you think it's like a possession passed by injury? Yeah. All right. Well, that could make sense, yeah. Because I always wondered that. I'm like, there's demons. I love demons. this joke here. Oh, yeah. You hold on to this. I hold on to this. Remove the pen. Oh, you have no muscle. Yeah. Oh, you muscle, muscle, no brain. No brain, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my friend Richard and I used to fucking say these lines constantly. <laughs> All muscle and no brains. <laughs> Redestruction. Uh, pull the pin. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. So here's another, um, what's it called? Another take from uh, Shivers, a.k.a., you know, the, the Cronenberg film. Um, is the, You remember the whole incident in the parking garage? Yeah. So here we are in a big parking garage. Same thing as that movie. 
So I think Argento was a little bit, um, <laughs> how did she not die running into a steel fucking door? So, <laughs> it, it, you know, it's like, Ar- Argento was a little bit more than influenced by uh, Cronenberg, so. Yeah. And this movie, and same as the first one, is not afraid to kill a cute little boy. And girl. Yeah. Yeah, they were going to shy away from it. I mean, well, most movies shied away from harming children. Yeah, let's always remember the two taboos that still exist to this day is you can't kill kids and you can't kill animals. Which is funny because um, the show The Walking Dead there's only been one time I saw a zombie kid, and that was for a scene where a living child sees a zombie kid and has a panic attack. Other yeah. than that, all the zombies are adults. We're, the, we're all the zombie kids, you know, because it's taboo to have a bunch of zombie kids. Well, I'll tell you one movie that never shied away from it, and that is the classic Mutant. <laughs> You had a whole school full of kids turning into monsters. Oh, yeah. Mutant with Bo Hopkins and uh, Wayne Hauser. (laughs) Yes, that classic. That classic staple of television. It's funny that people are... Yeah, I've seen a lot of people who don't like demons, too, get pissed off that this is unapologetically a B-movie. What's wrong with that? Yeah. You need Yeah, they don't try steak. to be like <laughs> Of course you need your steak, but of course you need your hot dog greasy ass nachos too. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I, I never understood people. well, you know, it's like that um snobbish, you know <laughs> what is that one uh image I keep seeing online? The snob like I think tonight I'll watch The Exorcist again. This time with the audio commentary, and then you have the then you have the next frame where it's like, ah, fuck it, let's watch Sleepaway Camp three again. Yeah, <laughs> the two table horror. Fan. <laughs> you know, we gotta watch the. Let's watch The Omen. I feel creepy tonight. Or ah, oh, fuck this. I'm gonna pop in Sleepaway Camp. <laughs> I want to see a chick with a dick <laughs> killing people. I never understood how these fucking doorknobs worked. Yeah, well, again, it's supposed to be um all fucking like high tech computer shit. You know, I guess it's all electronically yeah. controlled. I never really appreciated this movie until last year when. Uh, I was watching an episode of Joe Bob, and I wanted to watch another movie afterwards. And I was sitting outside with the whole projection unit shit. Mm-hmm. Then I just put this on, and I'm like, after watching it outside under the starlight, I'm like, this is good. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, this 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 will always be in like my top uh, tier of a. Uh, hmm, what am I gonna watch? Demons too, well, and I always seem to wa- want to watch both of them. You know, I, I watch the first one, then I pop the second one right in after, <clears throat> because it does work very well as 
like one long film, you know? Don't say that. You'll and have those idiots that are starting to edit two movies together, edit into one long mushmash. Oh yeah, I, I saw that with um Halloween and Halloween two. There's um DVDs of that out now. Yeah. I mean, I would watch it though. I wouldn't pay cash for it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, you got to find the people selling them, so. Oh, that's the oh, easy part. Definitely FD part. I yeah. mean, easy. FD easy. Oh, oops. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I've seen people talking about them, but I haven't, like, I, I went online just to look it up. The Oh, here's, I don't know what the hell's going on here. Does your disc, it's all, like, shaky? Yeah, it's supposed to be right there because uh, of print damage. They have this before the movie starts. Yeah. Because they didn't take good care of these back then because they didn't think... Yeah, they didn't think 30, 40 years later people are going to still be watching these obsessively. Yeah. They (laughs) They thought... Well, Remember, that's the I'm about, 51, and I'm older than the second market. Yeah. Yeah, I'm 50, so, yeah, I... I yeah. I remember well, the days when these movies would come out, tomorrow. and then they disappeared. Or if you had a v, you know, VCR, you can get them. But other than that, they were forgettable, yeah. you know, to most people. I mean, really, it's a, just one of those that the guys would send them out, make their money, and they didn't think that... You know. Yeah, they just made them, hope that they made them enough money to make another film. That's it. They didn't think they were going to fucking have cult followings 40 years later. <laughs> People yeah. like you and I and the audience out there fucking, you know, I love buying, paying fucking $40, song, $50 for a Blu-ray. Now, now there'll be no other train more people where I killed, you know. <laughs> There had yeah, another great a car crash, and then you hear that song right there, you know. Yeah. <laughs> this movie loves to fuck with your expectations, and I love that. Yeah. I love that he found a fucking shotgun <laughs> in, a, in a garage. <laughs> oh, my head. <laughs> you notice in this one, Bobby Rhodes lives longer than the uh, than Tony the Pimp. Because audiences love Tony the Pimp so much, they were like, all right, when we make the sequel, we got to keep Bobby Rhodes in it longer. Because <laughs> people love this guy. <laughs> then <laughs> She's more punk than the punks. Yeah. <laughs> Please, man. <laughs> you know, when I was looking this up and trying to figure out the sequels, quote unquote, you know, and the church always popped up, but then they there was like 900 other sequels <laughs> that weren't sequels that they tried to pass off as part three. 
Do you know who one of them was? What? Delamorte Delamore. In Japan, yeah. they called the Demons 3, no, Demons 95. Even though Delamorte Delamore came out in 94, they tried to pass it off as Demons 95. <laughs> no what? That's an iconic image right there. Him standing on the cars like that. Like, that's yeah. super superhero pose. That's like that's like an MCU movie uh, pose. <laughs> Before there was an MCU. They have him as a hero in there. Yeah. So, yeah, Bobby like Tony Rose, the Pimp. They, superhero. Yeah, he's the smartest one. Ugh, Ripper's a demon. I think in um, this one he's called Hank. Hank. <laughs> I think that's what they named him in this one. No, 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 no. That's uh, that's that's uh, Bobby Rhodes. He's Hank. So that's uh, Tony's brother, Hank. <laughs> yeah. Hank the Pimp. <laughs> he's like. Uh... Hank is the black sheep of the family because his daddy was a pimp, his great-granddaddy was a pimp, and Tony was a pimp, and he's the black sheep. Yeah, he decided to actually start a business. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, what's that movie, uh, How High? I was pimping when I was pimping before I was pimping. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, I'm not afraid to admit the pregnant girl. I had a major crush on her. I thought she was a super adorable. Yeah, that's the only one of the taboos they don't break, which they really don't care about anymore. And that is, you can't hurt a pregnant woman. Then, Dawn, then um, Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead came along, <laughs> and then she gave birth to a zombie. A zombie woman gave birth to a zombie baby that they shoot in the head. There you go. Yeah, I'm gonna go see to my girlfriend at her birthday party while I feel up this other chick. <laughs> so yeah, this kind of subplot here goes nowhere. It's a big the, car crash of a subplot. Yeah, <laughs> good one. <laughs> like I said, this like I said, this movie subverts. When I real when I first seen, I'm like, oh, this is bullshit. And then all of a sudden, like 20 or so, they look like, ha, 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 this is bullshit. Yeah. They expect big <laughs> things from all these characters, and guess what? <laughs> yeah, they do. We're in the middle of film to have a car accident, and that's it. That's the end of their, their, their subplot. <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't continue after this. Like, you don't see them later, like, we have to get into that building. I yeah, have to find my the police in the ambulance. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's over. Yeah, nope. No, doesn't follow through. It just it, they crash and that's it. <laughs> the, those yeah, characters go apart. The the yeah, we got rid of our. I think that was sort of a fuck you to everyone who complained about them leaving the theater, me included, in the first yeah. film. You know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Please! 
I love what this. is he, James Brown? Please. <laughs> now, they had to point out that that is not the little boy. That that is an actual dwarf or little person they use yeah, to play you the can demonic tell by the face. Yes, that is not. Well, I mean, they they did a great makeup on him. Like that's yeah. convincingly a demon, you know. But they they, they couldn't do that to a little boy. To this one, but for some reason he looked faker than the first film. Eh, I think they're on par. But that's just me. But yeah, that's um, what's his name? Davari Moruto. <laughs> yeah. I love saying Italian names because I can't say them. <laughs> oh, shit. Let <laughs> me in, bitch. <laughs> and I love how that yeah. little Warner Brothers demon comes out of her back for no fuck, comes out of his back for no fucking reason. Yeah, I'll discuss that when we get to it. <laughs> uh, we, uh, that, that one only Yeah, you can tell off. it's a little person by the way he runs. Yeah, it's definitely not a little kid. So. Yeah. But I mean, still, you know, it works. It Probably works. because of the time they had to, uh, you know, the amount of hours they had to do the makeup. Yeah. No little boy is going to sit there for four hours while they apply gack to your face. And makeup on children are hard in general because not only do kids don't want to sit there for hours on end while they put this professional makeup on, but five minutes after you put the makeup on, the kids are complaining about the makeup. So there it is. All right. So I love the special effects artist. That is um, Sergio Savetti is the makeup effects artist. Love his work. But I'm sorry, that thing looks like a gremlin fucked a Muppet. (laughs) (laughs) A gremlin fucked a Muppet. That's a good... (laughs) And I love how quick he got clean, too. Got all that blood off of him. Yeah. I mean, look at that thing. You can definitely tell it's standing. They got strings. You can see the fucking strings. This is not... Why do you think they have the strobe light effect? Yeah. To try to like get downplay that screen, <laughs> but it's not his best work. <laughs> I yeah, mean, they, I they, like they, it. they, it's fun. I mean, it's it's great. Like the, you could tell they um put a lot of work in the animatronics of the eyes and the mouth. But I mean, come on, it looks goofy. <laughs> if I was the director, I'd be like, no, hey, go baby, back. Here's hey, a little more, buddy. Go hey, back, baby. Hey, baby. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, this is yeah, this is heart wrenching. Watching her mom turn into a demon. I mean, you can tell that uh, Asia has gotten older during the filming of this film because she looks a lot yeah. older than she did when they first shown her. Yeah, no, she definitely they they put on she put on um a good few months because kids that's the other problem with kids that age is they grow up really fast. You ever watch Stranger Things? Yeah. Watch season yeah. one, season by season two they're fucking like thirty years old, <laughs> and it's only yeah. been a year later. 
Yeah. I like this shaky camera effect here. You show that it's like breaking through, you know? There we go. She's she's taking on the uh, Sigourney Weaver uh, role of uh, being a hero, you know, rather oh, than being a victim. He can kick open a, a demon, that little gremlin motherfucker can kick open the door, but you saw tell him he gets all fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's because the puppet hand can't get through. <laughs> I love how all of a sudden every light in the place is shaking. There's lights again. Like yeah. the, the power just came on in her apartment because of the demon. I just want to sing a song. <laughs> Come here, bitch. I'll show you to throw a towel over me. <laughs> yeah. This kryptonite is a towel. <laughs> Grab another towel. You'll survive the night. <laughs> yeah, you're lucky it wasn't a terry cloth, you big, you little demon <laughs> bastard. <laughs> <laughs> so we're about to see um, some work of a uh, art hero of mine. So as soon as uh, wait, wait, wait. See, yeah, you can tell. I mean, they put work in the. Uh... <laughs> Look at that. Boom! Right there, that painting on the bottom of the bed. That yeah. is done by Sid Brack, a famous yeah. fucking new wave punk artist from the eighties. 70s and 80s. I love I mean, how they he, do yes. that. They're trying to keep them as sociable, but they're still got that painting to make them look like they're still wild youth. Yeah. I knew what yeah, was going uh-huh. on as soon as... Uh... <laughs> this is probably one of the coolest uh, sequences in the film. The whole uh, elevator shaft. Where yeah. She's chasing them up the fucking... Uh, what do they call those? Those... Those wires. Cable. <laughs> yeah. The cables, yeah. Come here, bitch. <laughs> Haven't you ever and there's one scene. crossed the two before? Yeah. <clears throat> and there's one scene in particular when she takes her claws and she swipes it at him. I just uh. thought that was such a cool monster move, you know? Like, you could tell, oh, did she have makeup on that scene? Looked like for a second she didn't have makeup on. Yeah, he's kicking at her. Watch this. Watch where she's claws at him. I always thought it just looked really cool, like a comic book cover. Come on, show it. Damn it. I'm building this thing up in the ocean. There it is. Yeah. Right there. Uh, like claws at him. Uh, that, yeah. that would make such a cool, like, comic book cover, you know? Or I could see that on, like, the Japanese poster. Because <laughs> they always, like, take in, like, little scenes that mean nothing in a film and blow it up as, like, that's the main scene in the film. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was happy when I saw the uh, Sid Brack painting. And <laughs> I was like, yay! <laughs> I love that Oh, you pissed now. Yeah. Fuck up my Sid Brack painting, you mother. <laughs> oh, that she grabs the scissors, trying to cut his claws off. I mean, yeah, she's fighting back. She's not just being like the typical female victim, you know, woman victim. 
That's how it is when we trim my dog's claws, too. <laughs> okay, so now what is that? She's got a bottle with Acid. a giant skull and crossbones on it that's eating. <laughs> like, what is she doing with a giant bottle of acid? <laughs> like, just in case they're zombies. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I, love I thought this. that was funny. I love this. This. Oh, you motherfucking asshole. I look like you yeah. motherfucking asshole demon. <laughs> I'm going to get you. Hey, the power's out. Ha-ha. <laughs> After the show, i got to send you some Sid Brack uh, images. Some of his works. It's like complete new wave punk 80s. All airbrushed. All done with airbrush, like uh, Giger's paintings. Yeah. I always got to point out artists that I like <laughs> when I see movies. <laughs> oh, nothing wrong with that. This is cool. This is a jumper. <laughs> it just pops up. Oof. Oof. Oh. That part right there where he's got her pinned down and she's looking like, oh, shit. <laughs> Anna! I lost my wife. I mean, girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah, he was kind of flirtatious with her, like, in the beginning when he's like, hi. You know, <laughs> it's like, um, your wife's upstairs, dude. Goddamn, mo motherfucker. <laughs> so now, you always... When it jumped on her, immediately I think, oh, he got her. You know, she, he had to have clawed her. Because that's the first thing you do is when they get close enough, they claw you. And he didn't. Yeah. And one of the that's funniest cool deaths ever. Uh, oh, yeah, he pushes oh, his skull out uh, the other side. <laughs> he jams the umbrella through the back of its th- neck, basically, and pushes its skull oh. out the other side. Come on. Tell me that's not Gremlin. <laughs> yeah. That's a Gremlin Muppet. <laughs> a little suspenseful uh, silence there before the uh, full war. That's down cool. there. Come on, down here. Come on. Come on, guys, down here. <laughs> they all look over the banister and they start. Now, okay, so. I guess there's no door holding them back. Standoff scene. They did up it from uh, the first one. The first one, they were just on a balcony, like, lock the doors. This one, they actually have, like, a battle scene, which is really cool. <laughs> yeah. Like, they did one up oh, it, they you know? did make this bigger, yeah. That's what you need to do, Big. bigger, badder. <laughs> But not bloodier. You got to get the most people you can into the audience. Yeah, they wanted to get those 14-year-olds in there. Do do, do you notice that there's one demon with red eyes? Everyone's got gold eyes. The one demon has red eyes when they're glowing. Always wondered about that. 
Oh, two of them. Okay, two of them got red eyes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they always love the scene where they're battling it out. Now imagine this on like a city street, you know, like where there's like thousands of them fighting each other. Yeah. That's what I'd want in a sequel, like more of like a huge fucking, you know, panoramic view of like a city street in New York with them fucking fighting each other or Germany, because that's where these these two films took place is in Germany. Yeah. I like how that demon's got a headband on. <laughs> oh. ow, ow, ow. You can't do that. The, the, the. Oh, I guess that's the only way you could take Bobby Rhodes out is to rip his fucking dick off. Yeah. Yeah, when that scene comes up every time, I'm like, oh, no, my hero. <laughs> yeah. Well, this movie's fucking with you, like I said. Yeah. This guy's kind of got the oh, right idea. Just get in the car and start going crazy. Everything it goes for the punk, you know. Yeah. You think that they're going to survive? No. You think Bobby's going <laughs> to make it this time? No. Ugh. Come here, lady. I just want to <laughs> eat your face. Look at that. Oh, the gl- looks I love how there's blood on the glass, but it actually looks like it slices her ass open. Yeah. Ugh. This guy, what the fuck's he doing? Let me just like fucking alley oop over these cars. <laughs> what a fucking another car. <laughs> yeah, they were able to get away with this cuz they got a bigger budget. The first one was totally like low. But this one, they actually, um, because the first one was so successful, they were like, all right, we'll give you a few extra pennies. <laughs> but the main problem with this was in the U.S., the distributor, the, the first film got a very good distribution. They got into a lot of theaters in America. When this one well, came Roger out, they Corman, went with a, Well, Roger Corman's old company, New World Pictures, had Demons, the first one. Yeah, see, this one was some fucking, like, small outfit in America <clears throat> that only got it into, like, grindhouse cinemas and a few, like, you know, small-town cinemas. <clears throat> it didn't get the the wide distribution like the first one. So that was the only thing that hurt it here in America. But fuck, once it came out in video, all the fucking horror fans went nuts. I had the VHS with the reversible sleeve and the plastic clamshell. Do you remember those? Yeah. I had that one. A lot of fans were pissed off that it was rated R, and I'm like, it's uncut. Which it really is. Yeah. Man, we're almost towards the end already. This movie fucking flies. Yeah. That's the thing. The movie, it picks up and it just like fucking goes full speed. Yeah, it's like rarely boom, any boom, like boom, quiet. Yeah. Movie. Yeah, it's rarely quiet. Like this this is like and considered the, the quiet cake part. Again. <laughs> yeah. 
they actually eat it because, like, you know, it looks like it's been sitting there a few days. Well, if you look, you can see where it's been picked at a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't trust it either because there's blood everywhere. <laughs> no way I'd fucking touch that thing. It's like walking into like a germ warfare lab that's explode that's like uh had a leak and you're walking around eating people's lunch, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's oh, great. They're all gathering at the bottom and they're looking up. Well, they were down there kicking ass. Yeah. They hear them. That's the spooky thing about the demons is they run in like a swarm, you know? Yeah. You never, you rarely see like a demon by itself. It's always like swarming at you. How come he doesn't blow the whole goddamn building up? Yeah. Well, he's got it turned off, see? Now he turns it on just before he runs upstairs, so. And I guess because of the pressure of it pushing out, it acts more like a flamethrower than it does, like, reversing back through the pipe. You can see they had the reflective tapes on their eyes, but they didn't have the proper light on. So it's just like a gray tape over the eyes <laughs> on some of them. Little film's mistake. Oh, that one echoed. I like that. <laughs> oh, Anna, let me yell at the top of my lungs. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, See, it seems like what it's the only what I think what it's supposed think? to be George who survived the first film. This actor? Yeah. I mean they're both named George, so Or it's just like a play. I don't know. Like a play on characters. Oh, here you go. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> Told a dummy. All right. That wasn't dummy too successful <laughs> So I guess he killed them all except for Sally. Look at that. Wow. There's some great scenes coming. I mean, right up to the end, this movie just fucking hits you with cool-ass fucking scene after cool-ass scene. Yeah, it just moves, moves, moves. So people that say, like, oh, this one's inferior to the first one, nah, fuck you, man. It's got just as many jumps. It's got just as many, like, cool-ass demon action going as the first one. And it keeps you inside the building more than the first one. Yeah. So here's where I think she looks really spooky with the one fucking white eye and the half burnt face. Yeah. Love that makeup. (laughs) Another. (laughs) I I like how. Well, I also like how the dummy they throw off the building, 
has a green head like the demons, but the rest of the body's pink. <laughs> Didn't you think yeah. to paint the rest of the fucking dummy? That's a cool ass shot with the sunrise yeah. behind her running. <laughs> I like how he almost dropped her. <laughs> oh shit, I'm losing the actress. As I'm fucking going towering down this building on a rope. You gotta have a harness holding herself to him. See, come on, man. That's some fucking excellent makeup work. Oh, God, yeah. I didn't say it wasn't. I'm just sad we never got a good hero shot. I love this. Yeah. (laughs) I love how she's coming down the rope head first. Ugh. You motherfucker! Yeah. Now nah, the Sally Demon is definitely fucking um. That's poster worthy. I'd actually get a poster of her. Poster worthy, baby. Yeah. <laughs> that looks like the roof from uh, what's that movie? Uh, <laughs> uh the teen film. Where they had the dome uh, tops on the top of the school that they break over the edge. <laughs> it looks like the roof yeah. from over the edge. Oh, no, let's burn our school down. <laughs> so this one yeah. got a little weird. What? Like this whole studio thing. Here's got yeah. a bunch of bleachers like looking like it's a movie theater. Like at first you think it's a movie theater. Then when he turns on the lights, it's like a a film studio slash discotheque. <laughs> like it's a disco. Yeah. So he's got disco lights and <laughs> what's going on here? Channel three. Yeah. But you gotta wonder because you hear that weird like beep 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 beep. Is this the studio that put out the um? Demons documentary at the beginning that caused the demon no, to come No, the because they have Channel 3 on the camera, and all the TVs they're watching on have Channel 12. Oh, okay. I missed that detail. Thank I you. I love that. Oh. Thank you for that detail, because I never noticed that. I'm a nerd. What can I say? But why is it so freaky, though? Like, what's going on here? I don't know. Like, what's the beef? Freaky because yeah. it's freaky. <laughs> it's demons. Does it need an explanation? <laughs> yeah, like, why does, uh, what happens here in the, I mean, really, the, the way this movie subverts your expectation, you're expecting a, de- a yeah. demon baby. Yeah. Well, that was the original ending. The original ending was going to have Hannah's baby claw its way out of her. And it was going to be a little baby demon. But Dario Gento and Baba talked about it and said, you know what? This movie is a little bit more lighthearted than the first one. The first one was very nihilistic. It was the end of the world. It's an apocalypse. They actually wanted to end the film on an upbeat uh, tone because also they both agreed that they weren't going to do any more. So they didn't want to make it like a downer ending. They wanted to give this film an upbeat ending 
because they weren't planning on making more, and they had no interest in anyone else continuing it. So, yeah, see right here, they just mislead you, like, oh, is there something wrong with the baby? And it's a boy. (laughs) And it's a normal baby. But, yeah, they were going to do, like, a down ending where it was going to be a demon baby clawing out of her, and that was going to be the ending. But they decide to go with the uh, blind Sally attack instead. And them Which being really victorious makes and more ending. sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you, you you know why would she, her baby be in fe- be a demon? You know. She didn't get clawed or anything. But I do like how this movie crosses between, like, the supernatural and reality of, like, a like a virus, you know? Or as they put it, yeah. a contagion. You know, there are certain supernatural elements, like the, like the demons busting out of them, the boy, and in the first one, the demon busting out of the woman. Like, it's, that's their true form, you know? So I guess, yeah, you could say they're possessed. They got demons in them. Oh, I love how you feel bad for her. You know, she just... Yeah. And you know, if they're keeping the baby hid the whole time... Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure that's a... It's a rubber baby. They're not going to have a real baby carrying it around. On yeah, a set, this ain't you know, no American sniper. What happened? This ain't no American sniper where you can see him pick up the... <laughs> yeah, so you're like, what's going on here? Like, here she is running. I guess they, she was going to, like, come through like the other demon, you know? Yeah, which makes more sense than her having a demon baby. Baby, yeah. Plus, I do kind of like that they ended on up the scary movie music. Don't show up until she shows up on the TVs. Yeah. But as one uh, reviewer said, the nuclear family survives. (laughs) (laughs) The the modern family lives on. Because I guess they tried to, like, say that the demons were, like, the classical demons, you know? Demonic possession and all that. Who is the composer? I forgot to look it up. What? Who is the composer? Yeah, she just had a baby, and she's, like, walking around outside. But she's holding... Okay, so I guess he's playing she's in pain. I mean, even there, after the first one, you're expecting her to go, Yeah, that's why I just made the noise. (laughs) And then here goes the new wave music. Fucking perfect. Yeah, they definitely used the music cues better in this one than the first one. Because the first one, there's some music cues. You're like, that doesn't fit, you know? (laughs) Except for that awesome fucking samurai motorcycle ending. Yeah. Everything matched perfectly. And that was Demons 2. Holy shit. 
that one Dennis that one just blown. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it just like fucking flew by. <laughs> and Holy that's what shit. you want from a film like this. You don't want art, you want it just to fly by you to have fun. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Let's pop in the first one and watch that one again. <laughs> Make it like a four hour show. <laughs> oh man. So so good. This is just goodness. I remember when when I first came across the demon films, I was just like blown away. I think that was like my introduction to like Italian cinema too. Like I wasn't really like I was always big on like Romero. And, you know, All-America, Toby Hooper, I was big in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And then when I came across Italian horror, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> and then when I came across uh, German fucking horror, I was like, god damn, what the hell's wrong with these people? <laughs> when I came across, uh, what is that, uh, fucking necromantic, I was like, I watched it over a friend's house. I remember we just looked at each other like, what the fuck is this? What is wrong with these Germans? Yeah. <laughs> the Germans seem That hot. was a bootleg. Yeah, this came really at the end of the Italian exploitation cycle. Yeah. I think um the last really good Italian exploitation would be Della Morte, Della Morte 94. Because there was like a long stretch where there was wasn't really anything popping out. You know, they were still getting made, but they didn't, like, grab audiences until Del yeah. Morte well, Del Morte, you we know? we talked about sort of the church, which <coughs> was written as Demons 3 after this one made a shitload of money, but yeah, uh, Baba didn't want to... Be known as the demons guy, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Now, was the church rewritten? Because it doesn't match demons at all. Like, it was written Yeah, as a it sequel. was rewritten once, uh, what's his name, took over. Oh, The um, guy who directed, I, uh, Della Morte, Della Morte, Michele Suave. Yeah. Once Suave yeah. took over... Yeah, it was sort of, it was rewritten, except that they're trapped in a church this time. Yeah, and see, that would have made a great sequel, too. You know, people trapped inside a church fighting off these demons, you know? Yeah. But, hey, we never got an official, uh, you know, Demons 3, so I'm still holding my breath that some modern filmmaker, I don't want to remake either. If they remade it, I'd be pissed. You know, it's got to be a sequel. Well, they, they did did the sort of remake, and that was porno. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> porno's always fucking. I mean, um, what is the one that I'm looking for now? Uh, Repenetrator, the uh, <laughs> the, the yeah. angels one, the fucking um, Joanna Angel porn version of Reanimator. <laughs> yeah, but really, porno's a movie. It's about uh. Four kids that work in this uh, religious movie theater who discovered that the theater used to be a porn theater, and they find this one that causes a succubus to come out and uh, kill them. Oh, God. 
<laughs> All right. That one that one went under the radar for me. I didn't see that one. Yeah, it's fun. I'm I'm ashamed of myself. <laughs> I guess I'm a little too mainstream. <laughs> well, no, it is a sort of a mainstream movie. I mean, I've seen it at KHF, but the fun, one of the funniest bits in that whole movie is the whole you can't get me and the guy's good. But then the demon takes out a cigarette and starts smoking it, and that's how she gets him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, we got that level of humor where a guy gets a heart yeah. on over in Marlboro. <laughs> God, why does that ever sound um, familiar? That reminds me of a scene from uh, did you what's that movie? Um, Dead dudes come home or next door or something like that. Dead dudes in the or house. Yeah. Yeah. And the one guy that was cut in half. Well, actually, that played at a local theater near me. And the director and the filmmaker were local here in Jersey, and I got to meet them. They showed it at the um, the theater's no longer there. Now it's a fucking Rite Aid or some shit. But it used to be the Five Points Theater, and they rented the theater to show everyone. It was a midnight showing. My older sister, Lisa, took me to see it. And, you know, because my parents were like, we're not letting you go to a midnight movie by yourself. What's wrong with you? (laughs) And my my sister's like, I'm going with him, Mom. Don't worry about it. And we went, and the director and everyone was there. So it was actually really cool. And I love the scene where the window cut him in half, the window glass comes yeah. to the frame and cuts him in half. Yeah. And then he's standing there smoking a cigarette later with, with his bottom top half on top of his bottom half. <laughs> I just I just have good memories of that film because my sister, it was one of the few times my sister and I uh, bonded, you know. <laughs> so it was over a good, over a cheesy horror film. But anyway, I'm going way off a different tangent here. Well, yeah, no, that, that'll happen. You get someone that you bond with over uh, cheesy horror flicks. Yeah, which is funny because now that now that there's an online community, everyone's a fucking cheesy horror flick aficionado now. You know. So, and then I hate the people that go out there and bash other people because they like it. It's just like, oh, you can't win. I like cheesy films. You suck. I like mainstream films. You suck. It's like, eh, shut up. Let people enjoy what they enjoy. I only watch you know? real horror, which is German Scheiser horror porn. Yeah, I've met a few of those online, which I, which I fucking, like, blocked because it's just like, you know, you, you can't win with them. It's just like everything you like is us too mainstream. You know? It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Oh, you're going to see Halloween Kills? That's lame. Well, all right. You you go it's and free. enjoy it. I'm yeah. like, I got the cocks. I got the peacock. So, hey, they're offering it too free, so I'll watch it. And watch the other re- sequel because I'd have to pay money to see it. But this one yeah. is like, free? Okay, I'll watch it. <laughs> Actually, Halloween Kills, I do want to see that in theaters. I do want to, like, grab my mask, go to a theater, sit down, and watch it. I wish so, I had a way to get I to mean, the drive-in because 
the bastards at KHF is showing Phil Tippett's Mad God as part of their drive-in presentation this year. I'm oh. like, son of a bitch! Can you get there or no? I don't know. I'll be able to go to the indoor days. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. Yeah, that's another one that I got to see is uh, Mad God. That looks really good. Oh, man. No, but I it doesn't watch matter again. what you like. It's just that you like it. It's like I met yeah. this guy. He was there for a wedding. He's like, oh, no, I'm not a horror fan. I only like the House of a Thousand Corpses films. I'm like, cool, yeah. that means you're a fan because you like yeah. certain things. Yeah, it's weird. Like with Rob Zombie, I hated his Halloween 1 and 2. Hated him. But all his other films I love. I love. I didn't see 31 yet, though. That one I'm I'm holding off on. To see that. I got to pick that one up cheap. I want to see that one. But his other films, and my favorite of his is Lord of Salem. Yeah, I, I think that's that his best work. Hey, you want to do that yeah. for Halloween month? What? I got the steel book. Lord of Salem. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I just got the regular uh, Blu-ray. Well, mine's the same as the regular Blu-ray. It's just in the steel book. It was five bucks at Walmart, so I was like, hey. <laughs> I watched well, yeah, it at no. art theater. I can remember at the end of it, this woman, girl's like, this is an art movie. And I said, the only thing that popped in my head out loud, no shit, lady. <laughs> we well, were to me, I mean, it fits theater. right into the Cthulhu mythos. Yeah. I mean, really, we were in an art theater watching it. And then she's like, oh, my God, this is an art film. See, when I saw Lords of Salem, I saw it in New York because it wasn't playing anywhere near me. So I had yeah. to take the train in. And people like like people are getting up and walking out. <laughs> like especially when the when the witches took off all their clothes, one guy's like, "Oh fuck this!" and got left. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, this movie's doing good." <laughs> when yeah. people are walking out, that's a sign of a good movie, and not for yeah. a boring reason. Not like Batman and Robin walking out. Like, goddamn, I wasted my money. This is more like, oh shit, I'm offended. <laughs> But um, I think one of my favorite theater experiences where people are shocked was with um, The Shape of Water. Because everybody's going in there thinking they're just going to see a, a Fishman movie, you know, like Creature in the Black Lagoon. And you got this fucking um, mute woman masturbating in the tub. Then she fucks a fish. People in the audience are just sitting there like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, the creature gets laid. Yeah, the creature of the Black Lagoon got lucky. <laughs> Which I love that um, what's her name, the actress uh, Julie Adams, when um, Shape of Water won the Academy Award, she's mm-hmm. like, thank you, you know, because she's like, because it and Guillermo had no apology. He's like, yeah, it's the creature from the Black Lagoon. I just basically remade the creature from the Black Lagoon, but I made it a romantic film, <laughs> you know. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, and Julie Adams actually posted about The Shape of Water thanking Guillermo for making that movie. 
because she's like, yeah, it's great to see that, hey, you humanized the creature. You made it empathetic and loving, you know? So I always thought that was touching, you know, that Julie Adams jumped on that, which well-deserved, you know, because it was the movie she was in that is the reason why we got The Shape of Water. Sorry, I'm rambling. (laughs) Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I love Demons, too. I'm glad I got the Blu-ray from Snap, the cheap one. But fuck them for charging 60 bucks for the 4K one. Kiss my Ugh. ass. What, for Synapse? Yeah. Synapse is charging 60 See, I won't go for 4K. I'm sorry. I don't want to buy a new TV set. I don't want to throw away my DVDs because I can't play it on the 4K player. You know, fuck you for that. I hate when they keep upgrading it to where you up. You got to rebuy everything. No, fuck you. I got DVDs that'll never get released again. Well, you got the 4K Demon set from Arrow, but it has. I didn't get 4K. I got the regular Blu-ray set. It has the Blu-ray set, but here's my point. You got you paid like fifty bucks, but you got both films at once. Yep. They're charging sixty for each. Oh, see that's bullshit. That is total bullshit. Yeah, yeah no, I got the arrow, which was two movies, a poster, a book, the ticket for the Metropole Theater. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I got a full set that. from uh from um Arrow for fifty bucks. If, if Synapse charges 60 for just one film and that's all you get is the film, then that's bullshit. Yeah, you get the nice extras and the ticket, but like I said, 63 for one film, but fuck you. Yeah. Not even Criterion has the balls to do that. No, they don't. If you're going to pay $60 to Criterion, you're, it's the same thing. You're going to get a set, you know? You're going to get at least two or three films or are you going to get, like, a full package, you know, of books and posters and yeah. all these other little trinkets, you know, bells and whistles, as they say in the old days. I'm going to get a bunch of bells and whistles. <laughs> like I said, I paid, like, 100 for the Bruce Lee set from Criterion, but it came with a fold-out poster, two cuts of uh, Enter the Dragon, a Bruce Ploitation documentary, a Bruce Ploitation yeah. movie, Game of Death 2, all of the footage from Game of uh, Death, the inclu- uh, edited properly, about four hours worth of documentaries, which I haven't seen, just, yeah. you know, and <laughs> every like dub. I got the, uh, yeah, that's like my Godzilla set of the classic Godzilla films, you get all the classic Godzilla films, and it comes in this big oversized book with a original artwork for each film um, yeah. has a bonus DVD with a different cut of Godzilla versus Kong, you know, <laughs> it's just like, and I, I forgot what I paid for that. It was over a hundred, but it was worth it because it's every classic. And Godzilla. a lot of Godzilla fans complained that it didn't fit in their shelves. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> ah, fuck it's you. a beautiful oversized book. <laughs> yeah. With original art, you know, so, <laughs> speaking of Godzilla and Kong, uh, Japan's releasing a steel book for Godzilla versus Kong that I got to look into getting. It's like a four-disc set. 
I got to look into that. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This was a good show. But, yeah, this, this was a good show. Demons 2 was fun as usual. Yeah. Well, I've learned to appreciate Demons 2 more as I've gotten older than, you know. See, that was always a favorite of mine. Like, Demons 1 and 2. And I always put the two together. Like, we used to, when we snuck into the church at night, because I had a key because I was a janitor at the church, we used to go in the basement and pop them in one after the other, you know, and enjoy the shit out of them. It was always like a party when we watched those. So, there's definitely like yeah, a party they element. Yeah, both are which, party, party films. Yeah. So, which is a great way to say happy so birthday, Steve. Anymore. Yeah. yeah. I miss party films. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't really make those anymore. Well, I mean, it's a different era, you know? So Yeah. The 80s is over, unfortunately. The 80s fun. I don't know what kids are watching SJWR now. You know, now it's got to have some big, meaningful message to it. Oh, uh, whatever. <laughs> yeah. We got our films. Our films aren't well, going Well, one anywhere. of my favorite uh, movie experiences was watching, uh, like I said, Maniac on the big screen. They were laughing at the first murder, like, yeah, you're all... Nah, nah. And then as soon as, uh, what's his name, Frank Zito appeared on the screen and stuff, no, nobody was laughing after that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's that's like a truly disturbing film. Even I cringe at that film at parts. I'm like, oh man, <laughs> why am I watching this? <laughs> What's wrong with me? It's, yeah, it's just nice seeing that some films have aged good. And well, Demons Two is aged better than it was back in the '80s. Oh yeah, no, definitely. And like, and it's a beautiful time capsule too. Because, you know, especially when you watch them together, early, you know, you have the heavy metal 80s, and then you have the new wave 80s. They both, you know, grab that aspect of the 80s, two different aspects of the 80s. So they're perfect together, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> oh, don't worry my about voice it. For some reason. No, I just guzzled like two energy drinks, and my voice is going now. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, good night, and we'll see you tomorrow night. And God damn it, all you people that are fucking—this is political moment—fucking not getting immunized and clogging up our goddamn hospitals. Fuck you. Yeah, I'm sorry about that, Steve. I'm sorry. <laughs> that is that is bullshit. People people are getting people are sick for re, people are getting sick for shit they can't control, and they can't go to the hospital because assholes don't want to get the uh, vaccine and are clogging up the hospitals, getting va- getting COVID. Going, oh shit! You mean this is real? Yeah, asshole. Get your fucking vaccine. You won't end up in the hospital. But people that need yeah. to go to the hospital because of other illnesses are now locked out. So that's fucking bullshit. I'm sorry, Steve. That's all right. And thank you, and see you guys again tomorrow night. Good night, everybody. Steve.
Good, Good night. night.